You're listening to Healing Through Tarot. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Hardison. Together, we're going to explore divination and help you start your own journey with tarot. I'll discuss my tarot journey and offer ways to use tarot for healing, self-development, and personal growth. So let's get started. Hi, listeners. Welcome to Episode 8 of Healing Through Tarot. In this episode, I will be discussing the use of tarot with anxiety and which decks I use specifically to alleviate fear and anxiety. Tarot is a very effective tool for lessening anxiety. Just the act of shuffling alone helps to slow your mind down, and it mimics meditation for me. And the cards themselves offer a healing and therapeutic application of tarot through instant feedback, insight, and guidance. They also have a way of shifting the perspectives so you can get another viewpoint on your situation. Often when we are in our situation, we can't see the path forward clearly because we're stuck in the middle of the situation. We tend to get sidetracked on the challenges and obstacles that we keep running into, and we can't see all of the options that are further down the road. I find that the cards can help lay out different avenues for us to choose from that we may not have seen previously. They take you out of the valley of the problem and help you see the situation from a higher vantage point, like a mountaintop. Only then can we see far enough ahead of our current circumstances to understand the meaning of the trying times that we are enduring. The cards also help us to learn the lessons that each hardship is teaching us and how they will benefit us in the future. A large part of why fear and anxiety are so gripping is the factor of the unknown. We always worry about what we can't see coming and fear the worst outcome is headed our way. For me, Tarot helps shine a light on what is hiding in the dark or lays those fears to rest if the cards reveal that all is okay at the moment. Tarot doesn't sugarcoat anything, but it does tend to put everything into perspective in a way that I can at least see the reason for the events that are unfolding. Even in times when things are uncomfortable or downright painful, it is a tremendous help to have that insight into the purpose of the pain and the lessons that will be learned from those hard times. Without this insight, it can be easy to slip into depression and desperation while in the midst of these struggles. It can seem like you're rowing upstream against the current and become so exhausted from the constant strain that you feel that there's no lifeline to hold on to. For me, Tara is that lifeline. I find it so comforting to pull cards on situations that are stressing me out and causing anxiety so that I can examine what the root causes are and get some perspective on what this situation has to teach me. Also, through this process, I find that due to exploring these issues with tarot, I can often learn the lesson faster, which aids in helping solve that situation so I can move on to calmer waters. So when I see that hangman card, I am quick to throw a new spread to dig deeper into what perspective shift I need to make to help move that issue along. It feels so empowering to be able to quickly work through these layers and find some action items that I can take today to regain control over the issue and my mental state. I've spent too many decades in the grips of anxiety, and after turning 40, I decided I was done living in a fearful state. The world may be swirling around me, and things on the global stage may look chaotic and toxic, but I have the ability to study myself if I keep focused on what changes I need to make internally. 
When I found tarot, I had just turned 41, so it came into my life at the right time. Being an empath in 2018 was seriously some of the hardest times I've had to live through, and without the spiritual awakening I was having, I doubt I would have come out of it in a stable condition. Finding tarot at that time helped give me the tools I needed to navigate these unprecedented times. Tarot offers wisdom, perspective, and guidance. Knowing that I could grab this tool at any time to work through the thoughts in my head steadied me through this chaos. In the past, I would have been overcome with grief in the world and the angst that I was soaking up from those around me. Right now, everyone is so fearful. And as impasse, we feel all of that emotion magnified. We have to equip ourselves with the tools we need to guide us to the shoreline, or else we do face the risk of drowning in the emotional turmoil out there. I am grateful every day for finding divination. It tethers me to a purpose and to a much larger plan that I could see without it. If you're an empath listening to this, I urge you to find a way of grounding yourself and shielding your energy field from those around you. It is in those moments that anxiety and dread can really consume you. It creeps up faster than you realize, too. Tarot always warns us when we're taking on too much from those around us, when we need to firm up our boundaries or set new ones, and when we need to be aware of those that will take advantage of our giving natures. I can't tell you how many times I pulled that Seven of Swords card as a warning to watch those around me who have no problem overstepping boundaries and draining my energy. These are not normal times. We are facing so many unprecedented events and challenges on a daily basis, often with absolutely no relief, no time to process all of what we're witnessing. I hear from so many people about stress and anxiety levels that are significantly higher than any other time in their lives. And I feel it too. The collective is going through a purging of all kinds of emotions and wounds that have been buried deep for decades and centuries in some cases. This is not something that is healed and completed overnight or even within a few months. This is something that has been playing out over the past several years and most likely will continue to play out for the next five to ten years on a global scale. If you're sensitive to energy changes, you've already been feeling this for years. With that profound change comes turmoil, angst, and grief as all of these unhealed wounds and past traumas rise to the surface to be processed and healed finally. We are all doing this at the collective level, so empaths and highly sensitive people will feel this intensely, and that can present itself as anxiety, pain, panic, insomnia, nightmares, depression, and even suicidal thoughts and urges. Many empaths that I know describe it as feeling as if they had PTSD, which is post-traumatic stress disorder. In psychology, we usually see PTSD from war experiences, sexual assaults, sexual abuse, childhood abuse. But in this sense, in these current times, people seem to be using that term to describe what they mean as feeling triggered on a daily basis by anything that reminds them of past traumas that they've experienced and the trauma over the past several years that we've all experienced at the global stage. They usually mean heightened senses, intense emotional mood swings, triggering of bad memories, and instances where they felt threatened or attacked. 
It can feel as if your nerves are fried, as if you can't handle even a small amount of stress anymore because you don't feel emotionally stable enough to hold yourself together to function like you did before. This comes after years of living in fear of what other shoe would drop that day. We all have experienced one tragedy after another after another every single day for the past few years. And sometimes we're experiencing this every single hour in 2020. Collectively, it feels as if we're at a point where we can't handle one more thing going wrong. People can't even watch the news anymore because it's so upsetting and so unnerving. It's been a very chaotic year of a global pandemic, lengthy quarantines, long isolation periods across the world, rising tensions in many countries around the world, tragedies and violent deaths unfolding on camera for all to see and grieve intensely. And if you're listening to this podcast, I would assume you're a very caring person who wants to help heal yourself and those around you. When you take on that responsibility, it can feel like you're shouldering more than you can carry. So it is absolutely normal to struggle with anxiety if that is what you're feeling right now. Almost every single client I have worked with in therapy over the past decade and a half has reported feeling anxiety sometime in their life. This is something almost every person on the planet feels, but few talk openly about it. My clients usually tell me that it's because they can't let others know when they feel anxious because they see it as something to be ashamed about. That is what we have to destigmatize. I personally am very open about my own struggles with anxiety and depression because I feel that the only way we're going to normalize these emotional struggles and destigmatize mental health issues like anxiety and depression is to talk openly about our own life experiences with our own struggles and obstacles that we've had to overcome. That is how we learn, heal, and grow together. When I worked as an intern at the VA hospital in the southern United States, often had veterans walk stoically from the receptionist's desk down a long hallway to my office and then fall apart or start crying as soon as the office door closed. Then after an hour of crying and wringing their hands, they would stand up, straighten their back, throw their head back, and completely shut off all emotion just so they could walk back down that hallway past all of the other veterans and never give the impression that they ever felt anything other than total courage and bravery. I was saddened by this ritual, because to me it meant that they didn't feel safe enough in society, showing how they truly felt inside. And many told me that they wore that same false, brave mask at home, even with their spouse and families. They didn't think it was appropriate to show what they would label weakness. I see it in the opposite way. I think it takes amazing courage to show vulnerability to those closest to you and to the world. It's never easy to show our faults or our struggles openly, but it is much more rewarding to do so because it helps others feel that they are not alone. And that is what I want to tell you today. You are not alone in this. At this point on earth, in this particular tumultuous time, we are in this together. No matter how divided we seem at the moment, we are not alone. 
In order to heal, we need to open up to each other and reveal our true selves. And let's face it, none of us are happy all the time and none of us are strong all of the time. And that needs to be acknowledged because if we don't acknowledge it, it causes more anxiety for those that start to think that they're abnormal for feeling sad, depressed, anxious, or suicidal. We then start to feel less than and withdraw from others. All of that can create a cyclical pattern leading to even more anxiety and can turn into other severe anxiety disorders like OCD, phobias, or panic disorder. We need to drop our masks. We need to show our authentic selves. Only then do I believe that we can heal. And I feel strongly that we can heal the world if we heal ourselves. If everyone did this inner healing work, the world would see more love, peace, and joy. And that brings me back to tarot, because divination as a whole is one tool we can all use to work on that inner healing. Tarot is especially effective because of its use of archetypes and major life lessons and journeys that we all as humans share. I'm going to share with you today some of my favorite tarot and oracle decks that I use in my personal inner healing work to process anxiety and even depression. For me, the Lightseer's Tarot has been my soul deck. As a light worker, I connect so strongly with the use of light and dark in this deck. The images are so striking and beautiful that it reminds me of the light that's in the world and the light within myself. In a time of utter darkness, this deck was my lighthouse guiding me to that shore. When I use this deck, I know things are going to be okay no matter how dark things seem right now. It gives me hope to keep focusing on healing myself so that I can shine my light out into the world to help others that are struggling and in search of any light that they can find. In times of darkness, it is normal to feel like you want to hide away and just bury your own light, but I encourage you to find even small ways to shine that light. It can be as simple as paying someone you know a compliment, reaching out to a friend, or maybe pulling a card or two and sharing that message on social media. I find that the universe has a way of getting that message out in front of whoever needs to hear it most at that time. That is always my intention when I record a podcast or write a blog or share a simple card reading on Instagram. I ask the universe to spread those messages to whoever needs to receive that information at that time, and then I release it. I have faith it will land in front of the person that needs to see it. I'm excited to announce the launch of my third spread ebook. It's called Healing Through Tarot's Healing and Mental Health Spreads, Volume 2. This ebook contains 15 custom spreads centered around healing and mental health issues, including anxiety, depression, and self-care. Each spread is a nine-card spread, so there's plenty to dive into here. Volume 2 contains spreads for inner child healing, body healing, conquering anxiety, managing depression, reparenting yourself, restoring balance, ancestral karma clearing, a Chiron wounded healer spread, an empath spread, a soul connection spread, and much more. 
This ebook is a complement to the Volume 1 Healing and Mental Health Spread ebook, but it can also stand alone. You can find this spread ebook on my website, healingthroughterror.com, for $14. A list of all 15 spreads is on my website. And you can use oracle cards or tarot cards with these spreads. This spread ebook is designed to help take you through the healing work needed to heal old wounds and step into brand new energy of empowerment. Together, we can heal through tarot. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you would like to support this podcast monthly, please consider signing up for a small pledge to help me be able to continue to produce these quality episodes every two weeks. There's a listener support link at the bottom of the show notes for each episode. You can also find that link on the Anchor site for my podcast, and it's also provided in my companion blogs for each podcast episode on my website, healingthroughterror.com. Any pledge is appreciated. In the second part of this episode, I'm going to continue to share some of the oracle and tarot decks I use to lessen and alleviate anxiety. When I'm really anxious and shaky, I pull out the Mons Tarot to soothe my inner child. If you haven't seen this deck, it is a really cute and fun deck that has a really calming nature. Things can't look too scary through the lens of this colorful, silly deck. I also use this deck when I'm feeling particularly vulnerable and unsure if I want the full weight of the tarot wisdom to rain down on me at that moment. Some of my decks can hit quite harshly if it's a very sensitive issue, and tarot will call you out. And if I feel like I don't need a dressing down for my cards at the moment, or if I can't handle it, I'll reach for a deck that I feel that can help ease me into the message that I need to hear without feeling too harsh. I'm not often in that state now, since I've been doing a lot of this internal work, But it helps to have a deck at the ready that I know that I can still pull cards from for advice that isn't too browbeating. There are just some days that you've already been put through the ringer and you just don't think you have it in you to hear any more painful truths. I see this Montero deck like an old friend who will just sit with you when you're dealing with something really heavy and is mainly there to offer support and not add any more burden to what you're facing. The Everyday Witch Tarot is similar for me. I see this deck as an old friend, too. It's one that I know really well. The images set my mind at ease and help me to see things clearly, but in a gentle way. This deck isn't too harsh. It speaks to my inner witch, so there's a lot of wise counsel in these cards. And it's a deck that I never doubt the readings from. There are just some decks that I own that I know the readings will be on point and I can always count on them. For me, that's the Everyday Witch Tarot and my original deck that's the Rider-Waite-Smith original. Those never fail me. And it is so calming for me to just to sit there and shuffle these cards when I'm anxious, since those are my oldest decks that I have a strong connection with. 
When I'm anxious, sometimes I just want to shuffle the cards and not pull any cards for any questions. If I do have jumpers as I'm shuffling, I will read those and just count those as comforting messages from my guides. For Oracle decks, the Work Your Light Oracle and Starseed Oracle are my sole Oracle decks. The pastel colors are soothing. The messages really do feel channeled from a higher wisdom. And these messages seem to always be on point and what I need to hear at the moment. The celestial images are so calming. It really is hard to be anxious when you're staring at these gorgeous cards. I use these cards as a reassurance about my life path and to connect to that starseed energy and message. A lot of the cards are about ascension, starseed missions, anchoring the light, and lifting up planetary vibrations for all to heal. I read these oracles together as if they are one deck because they really have the same energy and the same mind. The Lightworker Oracle is an oracle that I turn to when I feel the source of my anxiety is directly related to my life purpose or my Lightworker mission. This oracle is so perfect for pinpointing what is going on at the soul and purpose level, whether it's related to ascension, leveling up, breaking karmic cycles, or path life patterns continuing to play out. Pulling a card from the messages from the light meditation deck can help give me an image or concept to focus on, and that helps to anchor me in that moment to help the anxiety pass. The paintings that are used for the images in the deck are beautiful and easy to focus on. Use any deck for meditation that you feel connected to emotionally and that you feel you can get lost in. The Earthly Souls and Spirits deck by Terry Foss does this for me too. The colors and the witchy images pull me right in and immediately raise my vibration. I use these cards a lot to display in my office to help set the mood for the day. The Heal Yourself reading cards are great for digging up shadow work issues that I need to take a good look at to give me an idea of what is stirring up the anxiety that I'm feeling at the moment. Another deck that I highly recommend is the Power of Surrender cards. These are so good at identifying what you need to let go at the moment. And they are scary accurate. I often pull one of these for readings for people that are really struggling with anxiety and depression. They are very simple, but to the point. I just pulled a few cards today to give you a taste for the deck. So the first card I pulled is Surrender to Your Soul's Path. Your life's journey has been perfectly designed for your soul's growth. Embrace every lesson and every moment. And this card actually goes with what I was saying earlier in this episode, where I was talking about getting a better understanding for the trying situation you're in at the moment, because it helps you to lessen the anxiety you have surrounding that issue. And the second card I pulled is Surrender to Trust. And another thing I'll just note about these cards that I love is that they're so easy to read because they have the messages written right on the front of the card and you don't have to dig a book out to see what the meaning of the card is. So this short message on the front of this card says, trust yourself and your decisions. Don't be swayed by others' strong opinions about what to do. Take action and be confident that you've chosen the right path. 
And we are talking about anxiety. Uh, Trust is so crucial when working with anxiety. We tend to have more anxiety when we aren't trusting ourselves, when we don't trust those around us, and when we aren't trusting things will work out for us in the end. It really all goes back to that fear of the unknown, and it's all connected. Once we learn to trust ourselves, our mission, and the universe, the anxiety does seem to lessen. If your anxiety seems to be related to your spiritual awakening, the postcards from the Liminal Space Oracle is an enlightening deck to work with. Bakara Whitner did such a good job when creating a deck that would offer a helping hand to someone feeling lost in the dark night of the soul. This is another deck that is a comforting friend that you need in the middle of the night because you just need to know you're not alone and that you can hold on until morning. Everyone needs a deck like this. I bought it with the the Way Home Tarot, which is also by Bacara, and I almost always read the Way Home Tarot with postcards. They go together so well. I've only had these two decks for three months, but I use them daily and have quickly moved to the top of my favorites right now. Some of my favorite cards from Postcards from the Liminal Space include Magic is Immediate, Magic is Either Everything or Nothing, and This is Not How the Story Ends. Such profound wisdom in this oracle. Bakara announced recently that postcards will no longer be available for sale, but if you missed out on it, she has another oracle coming out soon that's from the liminal space, and I will definitely be buying that one too. If I have any anxiety related to creative projects or business, I turn to the Sacred Creators Oracle by Chris Ann Donnelly. I talked about her tarot deck earlier, the Lightseer's Tarot, which is my soul deck. But this oracle really speaks to me. The messages are perfect for the situation every single time I pull a card. And the colors are so gorgeous. They look like watercolor paintings. These cards focus on inspiration, creativity, blocks that are restraining you at the time, aligning you with your purpose and your dream. I also tend to use these cards as a pep talk if I need to hear positive messages to motivate me to continue creating. I always find the inspiration I need with this deck. If you just want a few cards with really simple messages, but an immediate calming effect, pull cards from the Pythia Botanical Oracle. This was one of the first oracles that I was really drawn to and had to have. I display the cards for several days to keep the good vibes going. Some examples of themes in this deck are the cards of Release, Unspoken, Unsummoned, Reflect and Emit, Forego, and Quell. The color palette is a beautiful light pink, beige, and white. So calming and nurturing. I love pulling a few of these cards and displaying them all around the house. I have photos from all of these decks on my blog with the content from this episode. The blog is on my website, healingthroughterror.com. I created a custom spread for this episode called Mastering My Anxiety Spread. I will share the six card positions with you now so that you can pull cards for yourself at home. For card number one, root cause of my anxiety. Card two, action I should take. Card three, 
What do I need to let go of to alleviate or lessen the anxiety? Card four. What is the lesson for me in this situation? Card five. Outcome if lesson is learned and embraced. And card number six. What is gained by conquering this situation? Hopefully this spread and the content in this episode helps you to start to free yourself from the anxiety in your life. This spread is posted on my Healing Through Terror Pinterest account, Instagram, and my website at healingthroughterror.com. If you throw the spread for yourself, I would love to see the photos. Tag me in your post on Instagram. I'm at Healing Through Tarot. And use the hashtag Healing Through Tarot Mastering My Anxiety Spread so I can see all of your healing spreads. In the next episode, I will be sharing my favorite autumn decks and how I work seasonally with those decks each fall. That should be a really fun episode since fall is my favorite time of year. I will even create an autumn spread for us to pull cards together to usher in fall. So join me next time for an autumn-inspired chat. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you found this information valuable, consider subscribing to the show so you never miss an episode. And please rate and review this podcast and tell fellow card readers about the show. You can find more tarot tips on my blog on HealingThroughTarot.com and on my Pinterest and Instagram page, both under Healing Through Tarot. That's through, spelled T-H-R-U. See you next time, card slingers.